This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 4th of February. In your Squiz today, finding the HMB endeavour. The leader of Islamic State is killed. A bad day for Meta. And throwing some chicken on the barbie. This is your Squiz today. The news that the final resting place of the HMB Endeavour had been found in Newport Harbour, Rhode Island, was made to a bit of fanfare here yesterday in Australia by the Australian National Maritime Museum. It's a hugely significant ship. It is, of course, the ship sailed by Captain James Cook when he first landed in Botany Bay on that big Pacific voyage of 1768 to 1771. But less than an hour after the announcement, there was a bit of drama, Claire, a storm, some might say. The lead investigator involved in the 22-year search for the endeavour, a Dr Cathy Abbas, said the announcement was not only premature, but a breach of contract. Yeah, what has been happening is during that period, the Australian National Maritime Museum and the Rhode Island Marine Archaeology Project, uh, that's Dr Abbas's organisation, have been working together uh, looking for the endeavour. And what Abbas says is that they don't have uh, indisputable data to prove that the endeavour is the ship that they're looking at in that site in the harbour of Newport. Uh, What she says is that it's too soon and that they will be driven by a proper scientific process. Uh, And she says, this is the quote, not by Australian emotions or politics. It's quite the blunt rebuttal. The Aussies, for their part, are sticking with their belief that it is the endeavour. Now, the Endeavour is a British ship. Rhode Island is on the northeast coast of America. If it is indeed the Endeavour, how did it end up there? So what happened is after the Endeavour took Cook on that great big Pacific adventure, it was sold to private owners. It was then leased back by the Navy and it carried troops to fight in the American War of Independence. And then in 1778, uh, she met her end. She was sunk deliberately by the British in that harbour in an effort to block it uh, with French troops coming to support uh, the local Americans. So it was part of America's great big war, which is why uh, it's interested in that harbour. It's also of intense interest, of course, to the UK uh, and to New Zealand because Cook's voyage also took him to that coast of New Zealand and, of course, to Australia. So even though they reckon about 15% of that vessel remains, of course, it's been in the bottom of the harbour for a really long time. Uh, There's Mm -hmm. plenty of interest in her. Tracking the Endeavour down has been considered one of the greatest maritime mysteries of all time. As you say, it's of intense interest to a fair few countries, so not quite resolved just yet. On to international news now. US President Joe Biden has announced that the leader of Islamic State, Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi al-Karashi, has been killed in an overnight raid by US Special Forces in northwest Syria. It's the most significant development in that front since his predecessor, al-Baghdadi, was killed in 2019. It was a very similar operation to that in a very similar region. Uh, He was killed in Syria's Idlib province in a town called 
NatMed. Uh, what those officials say is that they were closing in uh, those US special forces. And what Al Kashiri has done is that he has detonated a bomb that has killed himself and his family. US President Joe Biden said that a major terrorist threat has been removed from the world. In business news now, the share price of Meta, aka Facebook, had a big tumble this morning. It's fallen at 25%, and that's following a drop in profit and a decline in users. Yeah, it reported those numbers late yesterday. Uh, what it said is that its profit is around $10.3 billion for the last quarter of last year, so October to December. That's down 8%. And as you say, a fall in user numbers for the first time in the US and Canada markets, uh, and also a statement that it's really unsure about when things will improve, has really jolted the market. Uh, to lose 25% of your share price overnight, is a really significant thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has wiped about US $220 billion from Meta's valuation. What the analysts say is that it's going to rock that US market and particularly other tech stocks as well. To add to their troubles, Andrew Twiggy Forrest is launching criminal and civil proceedings against Meta for failing to stop cryptocurrency scams that use his image. It's the first case of its kind, and he says he's doing it to protect everyday Australians from being targeted by those kinds of scams on the social media site. On to sport now, the Winter Olympics, they're here. The opening ceremony kicks off tonight. It's not been without its hurdles. Claire, Omicron is a whole thing, of course, and we've covered the diplomatic boycott that several countries, including Australia, are undertaking in protest of China's human rights abuses. But the games are going on. What are we keeping an eye on? Oh, there's going to be so much action over the next (laughs) couple of weeks. I don't know about you, but I have a tennis-sized hole (laughs) in my life at the moment, and I'm still missing the Tokyo Games. They were so much fun to watch last year. So really looking forward to getting into that. We've already got uh, a finalist. We've got Jakara Anthony. She has qualified first in her Moguls final uh, for Sunday. She is really one of those to watch. She has had an absolutely cracking lead in uh, coming to these games. So fingers crossed for her. Also Mm -hmm. Brie Walker on the bobsled. Uh, Our flag bearer Laura Peel. She's uh, a contender for the aerial skiing medal. She's really been informed coming into these games too. So fingers crossed for the girls. Yeah, so many awesome athletes to watch, so many death-defying sports to uh, to keep an eye on. I'm very excited about the Beijing Blitz. So Sam and Martin from the Sport Today podcast will be doing a super quick wrap of each day's events and you'll be able to listen straight after the podcast here today. If you are wanting updates over the weekend though, then head over over to the Sport Today podcast and hit subscribe. But during the week, you'll be able to hear the Beijing Blitz straight after the Squiz Today podcast. Still on sport, and there are some legendary Aussies who've been nominated for the prestigious Laureus 2022 Sportsman of the Year Award. No guesses for who's up there, Claire. (laughs) Yeah, Ash Barty. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a really prestigious award, this one. Um, And she has had, of course, a really great uh, 12 months, even though it's been very difficult. But winning Wimbledon and then, of course, taking out the Aussie Open uh, last weekend, pretty good achievement. Olympic swimmer Emma McKeon is also on that shortly. So well done to her. Uh, An Aussie woman hasn't claimed that honour since Cathy Freeman won it in 2001. 
Fingers crossed for both Emma and Ash, two absolutely incredible sportswomen. Newly retired American football star Tom Brady is the favourite to take out the prize for Sportsman of the Year. It's still summer, still time for barbecue recipes. What are you throwing on the grill this weekend, Claire? I really like some barbecue chicken. It's sometimes really hard to do because, of course, it's easy to put the red meat on and it just really barbecues very easily and chicken you need to flavour up a little bit. But I came across a recipe that I tried uh, a while ago. It's sort of really nicely marinated chicken fillet. Uh, I put it with some pita bread, some salady bits and pieces and some tzatziki and it's delicious. So that's on my list this weekend. Sounds super good. I'll pop that link in your episode notes. Squeeze the day or across the weekend, what's on your radar, Claire? On Sunday night, 8.30, 60 Minutes has that interview with the family of Cleo Smith. I'm a bit torn Mm. about this one. I don't really Mm. want to watch it. I don't know why I don't really want to watch it, but I'll be watching it because I think it's going to be uh, obviously in the news and we'll see what they have to say. I think I'm a bit the same. Uh, but I will probably be tuning in. Uh, for me, Facebook was invented on this day back in 2004, actually. It's uh, it's World Nutella Day tomorrow. Yum. And Queen Elizabeth celebrates her Platinum Jubilee on Sunday. That marks 70 years on the throne. That's only a few of the things. We always put the full list of Squiz the Day, interesting historical events, birthdays and anniversaries in the Squiz Today newsletter if this little section tickles your fancy. You can sign up at thesquiz.com.au. That's all from us. Have a great weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.